You're listening to The Preppy Podcast, and I'm your host, Patricia May Olson. I'll be interviewing the brands, businesses, and influencers who are keeping the modern preppy lifestyle alive. Each Tuesday, I'll bring you a new episode, but if you're craving more preppy, then shop the merch and listen to past episodes at thepreppypodcast.com, and be sure to follow at The Preppy Podcast and me, Patricia underscore May underscore Olson on Instagram. Hello, guys, and welcome back to the Preppy Podcast. I'm so happy you're here today with me. Today, I am so excited because I am talking with Leighton of Recruitment Ready. So I personally was not in a sorority, but I know lots of my friends were. My husband even was in a fraternity. Uh, So I think the service that Leighton is providing with Recruitment Ready is so helpful, not only to young women, but also to the moms, which we'll talk about. Um, And I even just, you know, not a sorority girl. I love following along with her for her outfit inspo. So I think this is a great interview. We talk about um, being a young female entrepreneur and her sort of light bulb moment to provide these services and a lot more in between. As always, though, I want to remind you guys that if you want to support the podcast, I always appreciate a like and review wherever you listen to your podcast. And also, you can go to thepreppypodcast.com and shop the podcast merch. Um, Those are great ways to support the podcast. So thanks so much. All right. So why don't you let everyone know who you are, where you live, and what you do? Hey y'all, my name is Leighton Newberry and I'm the founder of Recruitment Ready. I am based in Atlanta, Georgia, and what I do is help high school girls and their moms navigate the sorority recruitment process at universities across the country. And we also have a separate side of the business that coaches girls as young as freshman year of high school in etiquette and manners, planning ahead, writing thank you notes and all those kind of things. I love that. I mean, as someone who has been born and raised to like write thank you notes for even the littlest things, um, and I still am a huge believer in it. A lot of people are always shocked when they get physical snail mail or, um, you know, a, a thank you letter in the mail. So I can't wait to dive in and learn more about sort of your background and the inspiration for your business and all. But before we do that, I want to start more towards the beginning. So I'd love to hear about You as a kid, were you entrepreneurial? Were you, um, you know, helping your mom set the table every night? Tell me a little bit about you as a child. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm originally from Knoxville, Tennessee. So I have been in the South my whole life. And I would say when I was a child, I was a little bit quieter. I wasn't maybe as social and outgoing as I am now. I had two brothers. um, So I kind of brought always the girly fun side of things. Um, My dad is an entrepreneur. And I always had that modeled in front of me, um, but I was probably more likely to be hanging out with my mom, uh, setting the table, yes, helping her host, putting together flowers, arrangement for the table, um, or playing sports. I love tennis. I was constantly on the tennis court as a child. So a little bit of a mix of both. I had the entrepreneurial side modeled for me, uh, but I wouldn't say it developed until a little bit later for myself. Okay. I love that. And I I like what you said that you were a little bit quieter as a kid because I feel the same way. I feel like in college, I kind of found myself in my voice and then even further after the fact. But I think growing up, I would have described myself as more of an introvert. But now I don't really think of myself that way. So it's funny how that changes over the years. 
Yes, I agree completely. It's so funny to see how that changes and grows. <laughs> so then when it came time uh, for college, where and what did you end up studying? Yes. Yeah, so I, like I mentioned, I'm from Knoxville, Tennessee, which is one college town. And I moved to another college town, um, Auburn, Alabama, and I graduated from Auburn in 2019. I actually studied HDFS with a minor in event planning, and I've always loved events and hosting and that kind of thing. So my first job outside of college um, was event planning at a children's hospital in Atlanta, Children's Healthcare of Atlanta, um, and definitely took what I learned from my time at Auburn there and applied it um, in that season as well. Oh, I love that. Um, okay, so you graduated then in 2019, and then when did you decide to start your own business? How soon after? And sort of tell me about you know that idea and and what made you decide like, hey, I have this great idea for a business and I'm going to go after it. Yeah, absolutely. So I did not mean to start it at all. I like I mentioned, I went from one college town to another. I was kind of one of the first girls to go out of state from Knoxville. And when I graduated, I had moms text me and say, hey, like you went through Sorty Rush back when they called it Rush. And it went like pretty well, it seems like, you know, can you maybe help my daughter with what to say and what to wear and curate a resume? Um, I was like, oh, sure. I love that age group of girls. I love working um, with high schoolers. I was honored. And it kind of just transpired from there a little bit. And I was just doing it on the side, helping girls each summer. Um, while I was working at Children's Healthcare of Atlanta. And then by word of mouth, it naturally grew. And I got texts the next summer saying, hey, you're like the Rush recruitment girl, right? And I was like, I didn't think that I was, but I can help you. Um, <laughs> so it naturally grew from there. And then it wasn't until last year when we launched our online course um, that prepares girls in all aspects of it. And it was something they could watch from their own house uh, that the business really grew from there. But it was just a happy accident that happened when I graduated. I love that. That is like how some of the best businesses start. So obviously you were in a sorority then in college um, and clearly had a great experience with it. So tell me a little bit about, you know, that experience and process. Um, I know obviously not everyone listening was in a sorority. So I think some of the, the education and experience behind that could be helpful. Um, and then I want to dive a little bit deeper into your business. Yeah, absolutely. So what recruitment is, is what it used to be called is rush. And it's a formal process girls go through at universities across the country where they have different rounds of the events um, and they get back invited back um, depending on their schedule and then receive a bid on bid day. And I remember going through um, recruitment at Auburn and not knowing really what I was doing. I didn't know that many older girls. I didn't know what to wear. I was just super excited to meet new people. Um, and realizing there was kind of a gap in the marketplace on the fact of like, I would have loved someone to tell me to wear black on prep at Auburn. Like no one tells you that kind of thing. Um, so I really saw that there was something where I was like, okay, I can maybe inform girls of this because I didn't know it myself going through Auburn. And I did have a great time. I think, like you mentioned, you kind of found yourself in college. And I will say like freshman years when I started maybe finding my own voice and getting really excited about meeting new people because you kind of have to when you move five hours away and don't know anyone. Um, so yes, I went through recruitment, had a great time, ended up serving as the social chair for our chapter. Again, I love event planning. I love hosting. Um, and then graduated and yeah, moved to Atlanta. So it was a wonderful process for sure. That's great. So, and I actually was not in a story. I pledged, I guess is what we called it. I don't know. Um, yes. 
a sorority for a little bit, but I did not have the best experience um, personally. But I went to a small Catholic, like Northern uh, college. So it's a completely different experience um, in general, I think, than what it mm-hmm. is down south. And I had a lot of friends. Um, even my husband was in a fraternity. Uh, I think I just was not as lucky, but I feel like I would have loved it and thrived had I found, um, you know, the right, the right university for it. But I, um, I'd love to talk more about, so, okay. So moms and, um, you know, students were starting to reach out to you, asking you questions about this process. Then you were starting to help them and then realized that you had a business. So tell me, some of those steps kind of into turning it into a formal business. Like how did you do that from sort of just this sort of hobby and out of the goodness of your heart to being like, I have something here. Um, So what was that process and those steps like? Yeah, I would say, I think it was really 2020 when I had that light bulb moment of, oh my goodness, girls are still going through rush, even in a pandemic and they're having to do video submissions and we're all going online and this is a lot it's overwhelming it's kind of hard enough without that so i will say like i had that natural clientele base build up over a couple years and then over the year and then when 2020 hit it was like oh my goodness i need help um so i will say realizing that like the business model could work through the pandemic is something where i was like okay this can last and this is here to stay i mean women have been going through this process for years so I'll say that that was a pivotal year in realizing um, that there might be something here. And so I, I used to just do group sessions and then it kind of grew into one-on-one private coaching. Um, it would used to be just Zoom and now I meet with girls in person in Atlanta as well. Um, and then, like I mentioned, the online course that launched last year that was um, super helpful in the process. And then we now offer style sessions as well to help girls pick out outfits that they feel cute, classy, and confident in. Because uh, that's one of the uh, principles of our business that I'm super passionate about. Oh my gosh, I love that. Okay. And so you also, though, help moms prepare as well. You mentioned that. So um, tell me about that because that's one of the the services and offerings too as well. Yes. So we actually just um, announced our online course for moms that is launching March 1st that I'm very excited about. I just saw there a lot of mothers were coming to me with questions themselves on how do I best support my daughter in this process? I don't want to do it for her, um, but I'd like to know some information on how to get her ready for the recommendations and how to make sure we're on track with everything. It's a lot of moms that were not in sororities themselves that reach out and just want to get a basis of knowledge on that. Um, So that's what the Mamas package is. It also has some aspects that lend towards um, empty nesting, you know, how to navigate that whole season. And we do college tour touch on that as well. Um, So I would really say it's a full body package that's not just about sorority recruitment, but it is definitely a resource for moms too that we are so excited about. That's really wonderful. Um, And I think that's great because I feel like if I had a kid going through the process, I wouldn't know anything about it, having not really, you know, finished the process myself. So I think that's super helpful because, um, you know, I think a, a girl and her mom, a lot of times there's a great connection there. And um, mm-hmm. they're, my mom's like one of my best friends, I would say. So I think that's a smart business model then for you as well to add that service. Thank you. My mom and I are like best friends too. So mother daughter <laughs> stuff is so fun. Yes, I totally yeah. agree. Okay. So then, um, you also mentioned one of your other services is, uh, 
even girls before they're going through recruitment, kind of helping high schoolers um, develop confidence and just um, some social graces. So tell me about that and sort of what the need was that you saw there um, and that offering then. Absolutely. So this was another happy accident. It's something I'm very passionate about, as I mentioned, I think, you know, the social graces, graces, um, that whole aspect of working and developing that within girls. But I had moms reaching out to me that wanted to get started with their daughter on the sorority recruitment process, but they were maybe freshmen or sophomore, sophomores in high school. And I was like, you know, it's a little early for that, just to be honest with you. Um, stuff changes each year. So why don't we start with this program here? And we will learn things that will help her in the sortie recruitment process and for years to come. Um, but we really focus on, you know, getting organized. Like I mentioned, the thank you notes, building confidence, things that you need for the sortie recruitment process that start a little earlier. So I actually have one girl that's in eighth grade and she's my youngest one. Um, but most girls start around freshman year of high school for that. And it's been a fun offering um, to work with girls on those kind of things. I love that because I feel like you're helping um you know, these young women develop these skills and kind of also, I want to say like mentoring them in some aspect or, or giving them someone to sort of look up to. And I don't know, you know, that might be unintentional. Um, but in the process, you're sort of giving them that person um, that they can look up towards. Oh, yeah. Thank you for mentioning that. Yes, I do call it the mentorship program. And I work closely with the mother first to make sure uh, we're right on track for her girl since they are a little bit younger mm-hmm. um, and just, you know, stay on the same page with the mom and then work with the girl. So, yeah, okay. thank you. That makes sense. Um, and then so most of this is done virtually, but you mentioned that girls, I guess, locally in Atlanta, you do some in-person um, offerings for. But have you ever had anyone, you know, want you to go visit them? somewhere else or have they flown to you? I think that's so interesting. Yeah. So honestly, like 85% of it is done on Zoom. Um, My husband and I are actually living in Palm Beach for a month and I just booked a few sessions in Florida. So if I move, sometimes I'll, you know, offer and open up calendar bookings depending on that. I've done a few speaking engagements um, virtually with some mothers in Houston and have an in-person speaking engagement coming up in Atlanta. So I've done most of it virtually, um, but that's something that has definitely been growing lately, and I'm kind of excited to see where that transpires. Yeah, I love that. Uh, So, you know, you touched on some speaking engagements, so I'm curious, what's been your best form of marketing? How have you gotten the word out? As of right now, it's definitely been word of mouth. I feel like I've learned if when you're working with moms that have high school girls, if one person's doing it and it goes like, you know, pretty well for them, then everyone's doing it all of a sudden. Uh, It's like, you know, that mom group text vibe. That's what I've really seen has grown a lot. Um, So right now it's been word of mouth, but definitely getting into more, a little bit influencer marketing and kind of tapping into some new things there that I'm also very excited about as well. That's so cool. And I have to say, you have a great social media presence too, even though obviously I'm not going through the recruitment process. I love following along with you though, because you, like you said, you put together really cute outfits. Um, You have lots of great tips and advice on um, social graces and politeness. Uh, So I think you're doing a great job on social media too, in terms of marketing. Oh, that is so kind. One of our principles is, you know, celebrating happy bid days, but also who girls are becoming along the way and celebrating that as well. So I try to represent that on my social platform as well. So thank you. Mm -hmm. Now, 
how many um, girls have you worked with or like what's been the furthest date or, you know, a fun fact like that? Of how many girls we worked with last year? Yeah. Over a hundred. It's kind of a lot. It depends because a lot of people go in um, the online course and that's kind of different separate. I only can work with a certain number of girls one-on-one. So that number is a little bit more limited, but the online course, you know, a lot of girls can log in um, and it's been fun to kind of see that, that grow as the business has grown. And so have you worked with girls kind of all over the country then, or sort of stick to um, the Southeast? What would you say? Most popular is the Southeast, um, but, you know, we had some girls go through the recruitment process at Syracuse this past um, spring, and so we do work with girls, um, a lot that are coming to the South but live in the North now. That's kind of a popular thing as well. Maybe they're coming um, to Ole Miss from Colorado or something like that. Uh, So primarily in the South, but, you know, we have done some work with some girls in the North as well. That makes total sense. Do you find a big difference in – the North versus the South, I'm curious, with sororities and recruitment? Yes, it's a lot different. (laughs) Um, It's like a different dynamic, I will say. I don't even really look at it the same because like SMU, Ole Miss, Baylor, Alabama, Auburn, they all are very similar. And then up North, it's kind of like every other weekend or even like Vanderbilt is a little different too. Um, So yes, they're definitely different experiences and definitely coach girls different depending on where they're going to school. How, what was like, I feel like that had to have been a big learning curve with the business. So like, how did you get over that hurdle or how do you even um, prep for that? I'm, I'm curious. Yeah. So I do like a lot of research with the market. Um, I've spoken with different like, panel limit groups. If I need to ask questions, I'll do that there. Um, I try to put girls in touch with the right people. If there's one thing that we maybe can't figure out. Um, I also you know, past clients have, you know, I've seen their experiences and I take from my own experience and I'm just a lot of research and really figuring it out after working with girls at different schools. I've seen the trends and see where it's headed. So it's, yes, definitely a lot of work, but it's always worth it. Yeah. So, you know, I, I'm curious because I always ask everyone, what's their greatest challenge when it comes to business? So would you say it's kind of that, like figuring out a, a market that's different than what you're used to, or what's the hardest part for you? Yes, I will say that is definitely a challenge is kind of switching brains from doing like, okay, etiquette with like freshman girls. And that's one thing, then switching to SMU recruitment, which is a whole nother thing. Um, And then diving into, you know, style sessions at Alabama. I feel like my brain is going so many different places. Um, (laughs) So I really just have to like hone in on each girl and each experience and make it personalized for them when I'm doing coaching sessions. Um, So yeah, my brain's kind of all over the place, but in the best of ways. And I love it. Yeah, I feel like that's just with entrepreneurship in general is we we wear a lot of hats and um, we always have a lot of ideas floating in our head. Uh, so you're definitely not alone there. Thank you. Yes, it's so fun. <laughs> uh, what has been like the greatest moment so far or a pinch me moment um, in terms of business for you that you've experienced? I will say the Uncharted Territories was the online course. I had no idea how to code for those. And it definitely took me out of my comfort zone talking about, you know, wearing many hats. And I will say when we launched it last year, I was like kind of nervous. Um, but I was like, you know what, I'm going to do it. And then my husband and I went to dinner that night uh, to Super Rica in Atlanta, which is a restaurant that I love. Um, and I realized like it had kind of worked, like the launch went, you know, well. Um, and I was just so excited about that, realizing that I'd worked so hard on coding something and putting it all together and kind of seeing it come to life um, and hearing girls feedback. 
it really was a moment that I was like, okay, you know, you can use business um, for good to better other people's lives. And that just gave me a lot of hope um, and a lot of joy. Oh, I love that. Tech's definitely like a really hard part with business and entrepreneurship. So that's amazing that you learned to code that. Um, And I'm sure, you know, seeing the result has been so fantastic. Thank you. Yes, it was a good challenge for sure. (laughs) What's a goal that you have for the future? Like, is there any um, thing you hope to expand in or maybe um, something that you already are doing, but uh, hope to take it to the next level? Yes. So I married a life coach and then married into a family of life coaches that they've been doing it for 30 years. So we were always talking goal setting. I feel like anytime I get a dinner with my in-laws, we're talking goals. Um, So what I'd really like to see for my business specifically is growing that etiquette side of the business for younger girls, um, just because I'm really passionate about instilling those skills and confidence in younger girls. So we have some fun plans with that side of the business um, that I'm excited to grow in the future. Oh, that sounds great. So I'm curious, um, what's it like being a young female entrepreneur? You obviously started your business um, somewhat soon after graduating, which is very similar to myself. I um, started Peaked PR, you know, a a year or two after graduating college. And obviously it's been a while now, but I'm curious what it's like for you because I found it always so rewarding to sometimes be the youngest person in the room and to have accomplished certain things. But then it also obviously is challenging and you get a lot more questions being young. Uh, So I'd love to hear your experience with this. Yeah, I will say it is not easy at all. I was so scared to launch my website or start an Instagram. Um, There's just a lot of, I feel like, self-doubt around that just graduating. Like, you know, am I good enough? Like, will people respond well to this? Um, And I think the biggest thing for me is just like to just be true to yourself and post things that you would wear anyways or post things that you're excited about regardless. Mm -hmm. Um, And I just kind of had to like learn, like, you know, don't worry what other people think. Don't worry what other people are saying and be true to yourself. Um, just because it is, it's hard to launch your own business and go for it and to work with clients, especially working with clients where it's personal things that involve their life. That's just not something I take lightly. Um, so I would just say showing up every day, um, and being true to myself has been really the only way that I feel like I've moved forward and obviously surrounding yourself with a great support, support system, friends, family that are encouraging, um, has really helped me as well. That's such great advice. And obviously you're doing such a good job. Um, So thank you for sharing that. Absolutely. Thank you. That's so kind. Uh, So I always ask everyone on this podcast, of course, because it is the Preppy podcast. What does Preppy mean to you? Like, how would you describe Preppy? So growing up, I played tennis. Um, I almost played in college. If I had not gone to Auburn, I was going to play at Palm Beach Atlantic. So preppy to me, it means wearing colors that bring you joy, usually blue and white, pink or green, and hitting the tennis court with your girlfriends and just having fun. That's what I envision when I think of the word preppy. Oh, I love that answer of wearing what brings you joy and uh, having fun with your friends. That's a great one. Thanks. Um, in terms of your business, what do you love most about it? What do you love most about what you, you do? Like what wakes you up? Um, in the morning and get you excited to go and do it again? I will say watching the development of the girls I work with kind of open up is my absolute favorite part of the business. When I first meet them, they're a little shy and they call me Miss Newberry. And then by the second session, they're still calling me Miss Newberry, but they're more excited. 
Um, and then by the third one, I'm like, you can call me Leighton. It's okay. Uh, <laughs> and they start talking about their preferences and what they're excited about. And they show, they share their opinion with me. And that brings me so much happiness. Um, when I wake up knowing that girls are growing into themselves as a young woman, that's what I get excited about. And that's definitely what I love the most. Oh my gosh. That's so cool. And I think that goes back to sort of what we mentioned earlier. So you kind of find yourself in those years and find your voice and um, sort of where you fit in in the world and who you truly are. So that must be really cool for you to watch these girls, um, you know, go through those, this process and those ages. Um, Is there anyone then that you've, you know, started with um, going into recruitment and now, you know, there are a few years down the line and maybe getting ready to graduate or something like that, that you've gotten to watch over the years? Yes, it's so fun. Um, so like I mentioned, I'm, I live in Atlanta and girls will come home from Ole Miss over Christmas break and like, hey, can we go to the Chastain and get coffee? Um, or hey, can we go on a walk? And we just talk about the boy they're now dating. Um, <laughs> it's so fun. I actually recently hired one of my past clients and she's she's lovely. Um, so it's so fun. I feel like I become friends with some of them and I get to connect and see them um, in different life stages and you know, watch them take their first internship and apply for jobs. And they'll send me their resume and be like, is this good? I know it doesn't look like the rush one. I'm like, well, it's not supposed to. Yeah, it looks great. (laughs) Um, So yeah, it's definitely fun to just like kind of carry on that connection and watch girls, um, you know, pick different cities and do their life post bid day. Yeah. How rewarding is that? It's so fun. (laughs) So I'd love to hear if you have a tip for a a college student or maybe a soon-to-be college student uh, who may be listening regarding sorority recruitment or or social graces or maybe even just, you know, coming into them, their true selves like we've been talking about. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I would definitely say if there's like, like four words that I could tell a girl who's about to go through college, I would just say like, you are good enough. I just feel like there's a message of like, I'm not good enough or like she's better than me or I'll never, I'll never be that. Um, I would just look at the girl and quietly confidently say you are good enough um, to wear that outfit, to walk into that room, to take that job, to go through rush, you know, you are qualified and it's not going to be easy, but that's like not what we're looking for. Um, So I would just remind her of that every single day until she believed it for herself. Oh, I love that. I feel like even, you know, anyone my age could use that. (laughs) I feel it definitely, you know, it circles back. I'm like, all right, you know, maybe I could, uh, you know, hear that as well for myself too. Um, But yeah, it's a message that I feel like can carry for years. So Mm -hmm. probably not. Yep. What about a tip for a mama listening, um, you know, maybe regarding sorority recruitment or maybe just um, even if she has a high schooler listening about confidence, like what would you tell uh, someone in, in those shoes? Yeah, I would probably tell moms to like, kind of just like, I feel like some of the moms I've like encountered kind of want to do it for their daughter. Um, Like they want her to be confident. So they try to push things that maybe kind of rub tension a little bit. Um, So I would kind of tell a mom to like let their daughter grow and let her go and like let her step into herself and try different accessories, try different hobbies, go shadow an interior design um, person, firm, you know, kind of help her get in situations that will build her confidence and build her experiences, but don't do it for her, kind mm-hmm. of, if that makes sense. No, that does. That's great advice. 
So I have um, a few more like short answer, fun questions for you now. Okay, perfect. Where's your favorite vacation destination? My favorite mm, vacation destination would be Sea Island. Um, my husband proposed there, oh, I guess it was in 2020. Yes. Um, and I was totally shocked. I did not even have my nails done, which is so unlike me. But <laughs> ever since then, that's always just been a really special place um, to me and my family and his family. So I have super fun memories of going back there. Oh, my gosh. And it's so beautiful. Yes. Such a lovely place. And it was so fun meeting you there as well, too. So Yeah, yeah. I love that. <laughs> what are three of your favorite brands or maybe places to shop? Because obviously, you know, you give girls a lot of advice on this. And like I said, I even love seeing your little mood boards on social media. Oh, thank you. I love a mood board. Um, <laughs> right now I'm loving the Draper Jane's activewear collection. Mm-hmm. I think they hit it just right on the mark with that. Um, I love Kaylee Co., which is a resort brand, like a mother-daughter um, luxury resort brand that has been super fun to wear, especially, you know, down at beach towns. And then the Antonio Milani and Jennifer Simco collection with Dillard's has been just so beautiful. I love the green puff sleeve dress. Um, I think it's adorable. So probably those three are the ones I'm loving right now. Okay. We are like best friends now because I bought that green dress and I just got the pink gingham uh, Draper James uh, active wear pieces. And then uh, Kate, I interviewed, um, or I've interviewed Lee and her daughter, Kate from Kate Lee Co on the podcast. I think it was last year. So great answers. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah. I think I actually listened to that episode because you, yeah, her daughter was on it too, yeah. um, which it was great. Yeah. That's a great episode too. I love that one, but okay. Similar taste. I love it. All the things. <laughs> Exactly. I know that was such a fun episode. It was obviously my uh, youngest podcast guest, which I absolutely love and adore how, uh, you know, Lee is giving her this platform to uh, design and then obviously be part of the process. So it's great. Absolutely. I totally agree. Where's um, a resource for business advice that you could share with everyone? Do you mean like advice that I've carried from that I've learned from other people? Yeah, that or like if there's a certain website or newsletter or, um, you know, event or networking group or or just like a single piece, like a, a quote or, you know, a, advice. Yeah, I would say a networking group that I've loved lately is the Southern Sea membership. It's been something that's really been helpful to me is kind of connect with other entrepreneurs and have um, weekly calls to kind of check in and get advice from them. Um, I don't know. I feel like I'm always reading a new book. I just tried Love It, Live It, Learn It, which is a book that teaches girls and women like how to invest money and kind of gives some more um, knowledge base on financial literacy, which I think is something that's kind of missed in the market. So I'm loving that book right now as well. Probably those two kind of resources have been a hot topic for me lately. Definitely. Those are all great. And obviously, I love the Southern Sea too. And that's where we met in person, which was so fun. So fun. I want to go back. <laughs> so what's your go-to drink order? Either a cocktail or um, or more like a Starbucks sort of order? Um, I love a tequila soda with salt on the rim and one orange slice. If I'm out at happy hour, that's what I'm going to order. Yeah. Um, and then I'm also kind of boring. I love black coffee in the morning. That's just like kind of like wakes me up, gets me excited, and gets me going. So yeah. those two that's a, a great answer. I love black tea, so I, I get you on that. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. 
Um, what is next for you? Is there anything you're working on or sneak peeks that you can share with people listening? Well, we have some fun collaborations coming, so follow along on Recruitment Ready for that. But right now we are gearing up for the summer season, um, which is our busiest season for sorority recruitment and all the girls um, going through the process and mamas now too um, across the South. So those two things are what's next on the radar and I cannot wait. Excellent. Okay. My final question is where can people find you? Um, let them know your social media handles, your website, anything so that they can get in touch. Yeah. So on Instagram, it's recruitment.ready. And then our website is recruitment-ready. And you can email me at any time at getrecruitmentready at gmail.com. Awesome. This has been so fun. I absolutely loved learning more about you and your business. Uh, And I can't wait to see these exciting things in the future. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me on. I love that we have similar preppy taste. And this has been an honor to be on your podcast. Thank you so much for listening to the Preppy Podcast. I hope this put a little prep in your step for the day. Please subscribe, rate, and review on wherever you listen to your podcast and follow along with at the Preppy Podcast on social media. 